0: The Law School of America The Law School of America is a free legal education service, supported by our sponsors. The Law School of America Manslaughter is a common law legal term for homicide considered by law as less culpable than murder. The distinction between murder and manslaughter is sometimes said to have first been made by the ancient Athenian lawmaker Draco in the 7th century BC. The definition of manslaughter differs among legal jurisdictions. Voluntary Manslaughter In voluntary manslaughter, the offender had intent to kill or seriously harm, but acted in the moment under circumstances that could cause a reasonable person to become emotionally or mentally disturbed. Examples could include a defender killing a home invader without being placed in a life or death situation. There are mitigating circumstances that reduce culpability, such as when the defendant kills only with an intent to cause serious bodily harm. Voluntary manslaughter in some jurisdictions is a lesser included offense of murder. The traditional mitigating factor was provocation, however, others have been added in various jurisdictions. The most common type of voluntary manslaughter occurs when a defendant is provoked to commit homicide. This is sometimes described as a crime of passion. In most cases, the provocation must induce rage or anger in the defendant, although some cases have held that fright, terror, or desperation will suffice. Assisted suicide. Assisted suicide is suicide committed with the aid of another person, sometimes a physician. In some places, including parts of the United States, assisted suicide is punishable as manslaughter. In other countries such as Switzerland and Canada, and in some U.S. states, as long as legal safeguards are observed, assisted suicide is legal. Involuntary manslaughter. Involuntary manslaughter is the killing of a human being without intent of doing so, either expressed or implied. It is distinguished from voluntary manslaughter by the absence of intention. It is normally divided into two categories, constructive manslaughter, and criminally negligent manslaughter, both of which involve criminal liability. Constructive manslaughter Constructive manslaughter is also referred to as unlawful act manslaughter. It is based on the doctrine of constructive malice. Whereby the malicious intent inherent in the commission of a crime is considered to apply to the consequences of that crime. It occurs when someone kills, without intent, in the course of committing an unlawful act. The malice involved in the crime is transferred to the killing, resulting in a charge of manslaughter. For example, a person who fails to stop at a red traffic light while driving a vehicle and hits someone crossing the street could be found to intend or be reckless as to assault or criminal damage, CDP Newberry. There is no intent to kill, and a resulting death would not be considered murder, but would be considered involuntary manslaughter. The accused's responsibility for causing death is constructed from the fault in committing what might have been a minor criminal act. Reckless driving or reckless handling of a potentially lethal weapon may result in a death that is deemed manslaughter. Involuntary manslaughter may be distinguished from accidental death. A person who is driving carefully but whose car nevertheless hits a child darting out into the street, has not committed manslaughter. A person who pushes off an aggressive drunk, who then falls and dies, has probably not committed manslaughter, although in some jurisdictions it may depend whether excessive force was used or other factors. As manslaughter is not defined by legislation in Australia, common law decisions provide the basis for determining whether an act resulting in death amounts to manslaughter by unlawful and dangerous act. To be found guilty of manslaughter by an unlawful and dangerous act, the accused must be shown to have committed an unlawful act which is contrary to the criminal law, and that a reasonable person in the position of the accused would have known that by their act, they were exposing the victim to an appreciable risk of serious injury. Criminally Negligent Manslaughter Criminally Negligent Manslaughter is variously referred to as criminally negligent homicide in the United States, and gross negligence manslaughter in England and Wales. In Scotland and some Commonwealth of Nations jurisdictions the offence of culpable homicide might apply. It occurs where death results from serious negligence, or, in some jurisdictions, serious recklessness. A high degree of negligence is required to warrant criminal liability. A related concept is that of willful blindness, which is where a defendant intentionally puts themselves in a position where they will be unaware of facts which would render them liable. Criminally negligent manslaughter occurs where there is an omission to act when there is a duty to do so, or a failure to perform a duty owed, which leads to a death. The existence of the duty is essential because the law does not impose criminal liability for a failure to act unless a specific duty is owed to the victim. It is most common in the case of professionals who are grossly negligent in the course of their employment. An example is where a doctor fails to notice a patient's oxygen supply has disconnected and the patient dies, R.V. Adamico. Another example could be leaving a child locked in a car on a hot day. Vehicular intoxication manslaughter. In some jurisdictions, such as some U.S. states, there exists the specific crime of vehicular or intoxication manslaughter. An equivalent in Canada is causing death by criminal negligence under the criminal code, punishable by a maximum penalty of life imprisonment. On the mens rea, or state of mind, or the circumstances under which the killing occurred, mitigating factors, Manslaughter is usually broken down into two distinct categories voluntary manslaughter and involuntary manslaughter. However, this is not the case in all jurisdictions, for example, in the U.S. state of Florida. In some jurisdictions, such as the UK, Canada, and some Australian states, adequate provocation may be a partial defense to a charge of murder, which, if accepted by the jury, would convert what might otherwise have been a murder charge into manslaughter. Australian law In Australia, specifically New South Wales, manslaughter is referred to, however not defined, in the Crimes Act 1900, NSW. Manslaughter exists in two forms in New South Wales, voluntary or involuntary manslaughter. In New South Wales, in cases of voluntary manslaughter, both the actus reus, literally guilty act, and mens rea, literally guilty mind, for murder are proven but the defendant has a partial defence such as extreme provocation or diminished responsibility. In cases of involuntary manslaughter, the act is reuse for murder is present but there is insufficient mens rea to establish such a charge. There are two categories of involuntary manslaughter at common law, manslaughter by unlawful and dangerous act and manslaughter by criminal negligence. The authority for the actus reus and mens rea of involuntary manslaughter by an unlawful and dangerous act is the High Court of Australia case of Wilson v. R. This case determined that the act that caused the death must breach the criminal law and that the act must carry an appreciable risk of serious injury, actus reus. Regarding the mens rea, the court held that the accused must intend to commit the unlawful act and that a reasonable person in the position of the accused would have realized or recognized that the act carried an appreciable risk of serious injury. Manslaughter by Criminal Negligence, on the other hand, finds its authority in the Victorian case of Nidham v. R., confirmed by the High Court of Australia in R. V. Lavender and Burns v. R. In Nidham v. R., the court described the office at in the following terms. In order to establish manslaughter by criminal negligence, it is sufficient if the prosecution shows that the act which caused the death was done by the accused consciously and voluntarily without any intention of causing death or grievous bodily harm but in circumstances which involved such a great falling short of the standard of care which a reasonable man would have exercised and which involved such a high risk that death or grievous bodily harm would follow that the doing of the act merited criminal punishment. Canadian Law Canadian Law distinguishes between justifiable, accidental and culpable homicide. If a death is deemed a culpable homicide, it generally falls under one of four categories, first-degree murder, Second degree murder, manslaughter, and infanticide. Canadian law defines manslaughter as a homicide committed without the intention to cause death, although there may have been an intention to cause harm. There are two broad categories of manslaughter unlawful act, and criminal negligence. Unlawful act is when a person commits a crime that unintentionally results in the death of another person. Criminal negligence is when the homicide was the result of an act that showed wanton or reckless disregard for the lives of others. English law. In English law, manslaughter is a less serious offense than murder. In England and Wales, the usual practice is to prefer a charge of murder, with a judge or defense able to introduce manslaughter as an option. The jury then decides whether the defendant is guilty or not guilty of either murder or manslaughter. Manslaughter may be either voluntary or involuntary, depending on whether the accused has the required mens rea for murder. The Homicide Act 1957 and Coroner's Injustice Act 2009 are relevant acts. Voluntary manslaughter occurs when the defendant avails themselves of the three statutory defenses described in the Homicide Act 1957, Provocation, Diminished Responsibility, and a Suicide Pact. Involuntary manslaughter occurs when the agent has no intention, mens rea, of committing murder, but caused the death of another through recklessness or criminal negligence. The crime of involuntary manslaughter can be subdivided into two main categories, constructive manslaughter and gross negligence manslaughter. United States Law Manslaughter is a crime in the United States. Definitions can vary among jurisdictions, but the U.S. follows the general principle that manslaughter involves causing the death of another person in a manner less culpable than murder, and observes the distinction between voluntary and involuntary manslaughter. Manslaughter is a crime in the United States. Definitions can vary among jurisdictions, but manslaughter is invariably the act of causing the death of another person in a manner less culpable than murder. Laws in the United States Voluntary manslaughter Voluntary manslaughter involves the intentional killing of a person in which the offender did not have prior intent to kill. The defendant may have the intention of causing serious injury short of death. The following are some examples of defenses that may be raised to mitigate murder to voluntary manslaughter. Heat of passion, a killing that occurs after provocation by an event which would cause a reasonable person to lose self-control. There must not be a cooling-off period negating provocation. If there is an interval between the provocation and killing sufficient to allow the passion of a reasonable person to cool, the homicide is not manslaughter, but murder. Imperfect self-defense In some jurisdictions, a person who acted in self-defense with an honest but unreasonable belief that deadly force was necessary to do so can reduce a murder charge to one of voluntary manslaughter or deliberate homicide committed without criminal malice. Malice is found if a person is killed intentionally and without legal excuse or mitigation. Diminished capacity is a defense that may negate the mental state of malice. If a jurisdiction recognizes that a person can kill without justification but also without any evil intent. For example, due to a mental defect or mental illness, that jurisdiction may define a person's crime as something less than murder. This partial defense is only available in some U.S. jurisdictions and not others, whereas the complete defense of insanity is available throughout the U.S. but is rarely used because it is more difficult to prove. Involuntary manslaughter. Today's lesson will continue right after a brief message from our sponsor. Involuntary manslaughter is the killing of another person without the intent to kill but where the person's death occurs as a result of the negligent or reckless actions of the defendant. Constructive Manslaughter In the United States, constructive manslaughter, also known as unlawful act manslaughter, is a lesser version of felony murder, and covers a person who causes the death of another while committing a misdemeanor, that is, a violation of law that does not rise to the level of a felony. Such a law may allow for conviction for the homicide if the misdemeanor law that was violated by the defendant is a law designed to protect human life criminally negligent manslaughter in some US jurisdictions if a person is so reckless as to manifest extreme indifference to human life the defendant may be guilty of aggravated assault as well as of involuntary manslaughter in some US jurisdictions malice may be found if the defendant's actions reflect willful or depraved indifference to human life in such a case Even though the injury to the victim was not intended, the wrongdoer may be guilty of second-degree murder. Vehicular manslaughter Vehicular manslaughter is a Class C felony which holds people liable for any death which occurs because of criminal negligence, or a violation of traffic safety laws. A common use of the vehicular manslaughter laws involves prosecution for a death caused by driving under the influence of intoxicating substances determined by excessive blood alcohol content levels set by individual U.S. states, although an independent infraction, such as driving with a suspended driver's license, or negligence, is usually also required. In Wisconsin, a person who causes death with any type of motor vehicle while legally intoxicated may be liable and charged with homicide by intoxicated use of a motor vehicle. Culpability lies with the perpetrator. The maximum penalty for homicide by intoxicated use of a vehicle is 25 years in prison, but with a prior OWI offense, the maximum penalty may be increased to 40 years in prison. In the state of Texas, intoxication manslaughter is a distinctly defined offense. A person commits intoxication manslaughter if he or she operates a motor vehicle in a public place, operates an aircraft, a watercraft, or an amusement ride, or assembles a mobile amusement ride while intoxicated and by reason of that intoxication, causes the death of another by accident or mistake. Intoxication manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter and other similar offenses require a lesser mens rea than other manslaughter offenses. Furthermore, the fact that the defendant is entitled to use the alcohol, controlled substance, drug, dangerous drug, or other substance, is no defense. For example, to prove intoxication manslaughter, It is not necessary to prove the person was negligent in causing the death of another, nor that they unlawfully used the substance that intoxicated them, but only that they were intoxicated, and operated a motor vehicle, and someone died as a result. The same principle of strict liability applies in New York for vehicular manslaughter in the second degree. Assisted Suicide In some U.S. states, assisted suicide is punishable as manslaughter while others classify it as an independent criminal offense or as a form of murder. Terminology As each state has its own statutes, laws that cover the same criminal conduct may have different names. For example, New York State defines manslaughter in the first degree as conduct that causes a death with intent to cause serious physical injury, a definition that corresponds to voluntary manslaughter in most other states. If the defendant's intent was to cause death, the charge would be murder. New York defines manslaughter in the second degree as a death that occurs without intent to cause serious physical injury, but where reckless conduct by the defendant resulted in death. This corresponds to involuntary manslaughter in most other states. Civil Law Some civil law jurisdictions, such as the French Code, use murder or involuntary homicide to cover the crime of manslaughter, and reserve assassination for the crime of premeditated murder. Historical Distinction Between Murder and Manslaughter a legal distinction between intentional and unintentional homicide was introduced in Athenian law in 409 BC, when the legal code of Draco indicated that intentional homicide, hegesios phonos or phonos ek pronoias, was punishable by death. The language is ambiguous as to unintentional homicide, akousios phonos, but it may have been punishable by exile. However, Academic David D. Phillips says that these categories do not correspond to the common law categories of murder and manslaughter either in their original significance or in their present definitions, because under Athenian law intentional homicide would include both murder and voluntary manslaughter. Anglo-Saxon law recognized particular degrees of homicide, with the worst being forestall, killing by ambush. Murder was a separate type of aggravated, secret, homicide under Anglo-Saxon law. William the Conqueror defined it narrowly as a fine that would be charged on a hundred following the slaying of a foreigner, originally a Norman, but intermarriage would end the distinction between Normans and English by the 13th century. By 1348, the association between murder and malice aforethought emerged. Manslaughter as a general term for homicide was in use in medieval England by the late 1200s, during which time a distinction was forming between homicide committed in necessary self defense pardoned without culpability, and homicide committed by accident, pardoned but with moral blame. From 1390, homicide in necessary self-defense or by misadventure became pardons of course, meaning that the chancery would issue them by default. Homicide in necessary self-defense would later be acquitted, rather than pardoned. The use of manslaughter to cover homicides other than murder emerged by 1547, in a statute. Edward Koch confirms this distinction in the third part of the Institutes of the Laws of England, which remains the authoritative starting point for any examination of the law of homicide in the United Kingdom and other common law countries. The Law School of America. This has been a Creative Commons licensed podcast. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation, Incorporated under a Creative Commons Attribution, Share Alike license.